0: This, uh, this is Joe Cole.
1: This is Ruben off the cheek, and you're listening to the London, the London, London Is Blue, Blue podcast.
0: podcast. All right, welcome back to another episode of the London Is Blue podcast, live from London. Live. Part who even knows? Uh, but this is the Leeds match review. We are fully immersed in it, gentlemen. We are now kicking the jet lag. We are in, indulging in the gin. The football is there. We've done a lot of really cool stuff, and we've got 21 new best friends.
1: We don't talk enough about the gin as a real MVP.
0: Are you, are you sure? Because I think you talk about the
2: gin all the goddamn well, let time. Let me tell
1: you, camera, focus on me. Gin is
2: amazing. I will For not. For those be, who are only listening to the audio, Nick has gestured to the camera that will not be the edited. still camera, <laughs> asking it to pull forward.
0: So what's fun about this is we don't get to do a lot of live podcasts, right? Which is why our relationship is so strong. We don't have to hang out a lot together. Thank God, too. (laughs) So when we're in person, uh, it it comes out. But it's it's good. We're in London. We're live. We're hanging out in Nick's hotel room again. For those of you not uh, watching the video, these are not his curtains from home.
1: If only, though. I mean...
0: (laughs) They could be. They are uh, of... Of questionable material yeah well uh, again this will be Leeds match review so it's a little bit rough we're not gonna do the shouts and everything like usual um, we're just gonna rough uh, hack through it so um, there Leeds, were some fewer match reviews though. I, I'm sure I'm sure there were I mean if you have something great I've come got on some, Dan. I've
2: got some pulled up uh, Derek was saying the pod crew Juju because, you know, we we did win against Leeds. Again, a, a, a Premier League win this season. Very rare opportunity, almost like an Infinity infinity Gauntlet gemstone. Mm. I mean, that might be the reality there. You had uh, a couple other ones here. The Boy Who Lived, a Potter reference from Mister Thurman, bringing it back. That's, uh, that's
0: Thurman-esque. Yeah.
2: Nicholas with the We Back Up with a little bit of wire gif action there as well. Always a good call. The Wesley's Theory Goals. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty good, right? You know, yeah. there's, there's a few a few good ones in here. But uh, you know we want to obviously thank the people for dropping some three-word match reviews. It's important.
1: It is important. Shout out
0: to Drinker04, who stopped me in yes. the atlas, who's like, hey, it's
1: Drinker from yeah. Discord.
0: Super fun to run into people. He bought me a bourbon. He bought me a shot that went into my side. He bought me a G&T.
1: Well. Drinker Girl 4, you are the real MVP. Yes. We don't talk about you enough. Yeah,
0: clearly. Um, so, uh, match. This is the in-person review. Obviously, not as much of the details and the stats and things because we get to bring the perspective of being in the stands versus sitting at home, being connected to all of our devices. Where you are in it. Um, and we were high up in the east stand, right? No, we were west. West, west stand, west sorry, we'll be east on Tuesday. So we're west. So you get the the tactical cam view. You see the entire pitch, which is fun. So uh lineup was a little bit different, right? I know West back in, uh Reese getting disqualified, Aspie still out with concussion protocol. Um on the left side you had Chilwell, you had Koulibaly and uh Baddie Shile in the back. Uh, I'm impressed I'm doing this from memory. You did a really
2: good job. I'm just going to keep Enzo doing it. Like, Enzo and Kova. Let him cook. Let ca- him
0: cook. Captain Kova. Uh, right back was, um, like I said, Ruben left his cheek. We kind of had discussed might be there. And then attack, what was it? Kai. It was um, Sterling and then Joao Felix, who oh, round job. out the this the attack. Really good. Don't ask me about the bench because...
1: Could I, That's yeah, fine. Can I, I name the bench? Is that okay? I mean, you can if you want to pull it yeah, up, I mean, for I sure. I'm out of a job. So, yeah. yeah fuck you, Dan. Uh, Get involved. Look, there are five subs that made it onto the pitch, Dan. Carney Chukwameka. Yeah. Him, made, him and Connor, double sub. Maniwake. made it. Trev Chaliba made it. Connor Gallagher made it. Got a prompt yellow card straight away. Tremendous work. And then Dennis Zakaria made it a couple little sub appearances for
0: Zico. You know it's nice. kind of funny.
1: I didn't even say Keppa, but isn't that kind of just de facto
0: at this Between point? Six, of course. <laughs> Captain Keppa to you. Eventually, yeah.
1: Unused subs of Hakem Ziyech, Marcus Bettinelli. Hakim. Uh Hakim. Oh, Oh uh, <laughs> pierre Pure Emerick Aubameyang on the bench and uh and Mudrick not used, which is a little we'll talk about that. That was a little interesting from a uh, from perspective.
2: Should should we should we take it back though because we're we're getting into the game and the football but i think what people like to hear about when we do these type of match reviews the gin is, well they about the gin is a part of it a Jib is the gin is a sub character of the pre match experience and so that is the thing to get into first like what is a match day experience out with chelsea supporters london is blue what are we getting into what are we getting involved in they nick you tend to paint the picture the best in terms of talking about the space the area what we're getting into <sighs> roll into it
1: well look uh yesterday was uh was a lot of fun we have talked at ad nauseum at this point if you heard our pre-london podcast about what we were planning to do uh it almost never disappoints um the the pre and post match we'll talk about the pre-match pre never disappoints yeah
0: (laughs) Post, you know, post just might be
2: sad. That's the only thing with post. There might be a sad moment to that.
1: It wasn't yesterday, damn it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we went to the, uh, the Cock Tavern. Uh, and of course, if you have been with us or if you've heard us talk about it, a ton of reverence for this place because. Uh, the Chelsea FanCast boys invited us when we first came over uh, to go hang out with them. Very gracious of them to kind of invite us into their, into their pre-match tradition. And yesterday was an all-timer. I mean, it was Chidge. It was Sylves, uh, It was our whole group of 25 people. Uh, it was Phil from uh, from famous Chelsea Youth and Cobham Crew fame. Jason from Porto 5. This is part of the reason why we love doing this right? It, it was so much fun. Like the vibes in, in the back garden, even on a not nice weather day, right? It was cold and shitty to, to be fair, were just immaculate. And I was so, so happy to see everybody there having a good time. And, and people were just buying drinks for each other, hanging out, getting different perspectives. And a lot of our crew had not met uh, some of the, uh, the more regular goers. And so I think that was uh, the part of it that really made the impact for me. But Just add to that, Dan, it's a phenomenal back garden. It's one of my favorite places in the world.
2: Well, and the difference is, is when you're watching the match at home or you're in a pub in the U.S., sometimes you're not doing some of the same repeatable patterns when you're out there at the pub. So the match lineup dropping and the reaction, and the conversation that goes on for the next 10 and 15 minutes as you're talking about what is this formation? What is Potter trying to accomplish? What is the shape that this is going to take? Brandon takes over that back area it takes over the conversation everything before then has been general chelsea chatter talking about what's been going on with life between the last time you saw somebody and now then it immediately flips into everything about the match heading into the day
0: yeah and then obviously you take the the short walk back to the the bridge and you get to the barricades outside fulham broadway and once you kind of cross cross that threshold you know you're in it Right, you got the police horses, uh, you got everyone funneling out of Um, Leeds. Were causing a little bit of trouble yesterday, fans. Yes, (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, they,
0: yep, they were, they were very much. This is one of the games they circle on the calendar for them. Um, but the Chelsea fans unfazed and. Uh, I bought a couple programs. Um, so I'll happily give those away because we got one with our tickets. Um, and then, it, you know, you climb
1: the 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 stairs and it's funny, it's like four flights to get up to where we were. Once you've been drinking for a few hours, those four flights are, are not uh, friendly. For
0: sure. So you get up there, uh, you grab your pre-match last pint and then you go to the seats. Right. And you know, walking up and then kind of overlooking to see the pitch for the first time is really what is the special part about it, you know, and, and then what happens inside the lines the next 90 minutes, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, everyone got that special feeling again. And it's, it's such a beautiful, uh, view from sit up there. So we're in the gods, uh, you get the tactical view, Um, the game kicks off. Chelsea absolutely felt like we were on top of Leeds in the first half felt like Leeds could barely get out of their first half. You know, every now and then they do squeeze free. They're quick on the counter. Um, sometimes cause a little bit of issues and things like that, but nothing too serious for the most part. Um, it's one of those things that we can't, could not believe you didn't get the goal in the first half. Obviously Kai with the biggest chance, um, that didn't come off, but you know, it seemed like we were doing the right things corner after corner. Uh, the fans behind the team, uh, there was good mood, you know, throughout that first half. Um, you know, the the team, I think, obviously, you know, you had to put a little bit of faith and trust in some things. But overall, I felt like the sentiment inside the ground in the first half
2: was very positive. You know, it wasn't universal. There were, were some boo moments. Throughout, you know, so like, I, I mean, I think we have to be fair and kind of call out that there were definitely some repeated patterns of play, passing the ball back, trying to recycle that weren't necessarily super appreciated. There were definitely some times where maybe the ball could have been played forward a little bit quicker to try to take advantage of a man being out a position. And you know, I think Nick. Well, like, Chilwell was an on, on an island,
0: right? Especially maybe that's more second Sh- half. Chilwell did
2: have a point of that. Ruben Loftus Cheek also had a point of that too, where we almost had to get reacclimatized to wingbacks being a part of our operating system again. Yeah, <laughs> first time in a back three in a while. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I mean, obviously, uh, we saw Ruben and Chilwell, which is not you know the preferred option rubens played a lot more as a a proper midfielder this year than he has as a wing back i think he played a lot more wing back under two goal and so this is first time out there in some time i think he got hurt very early against newcastle before the world cup playing out there but it's been a while um you know i think just to make a point on on chilwell you know he's obviously working his way back to full fitness after being out for an extended period of time almost three months right and so I think with that comes these types of games where he tried a hell of a lot yesterday. He made a ton of runs. He was open with acres of space in, in that uh, first half. And then oftentimes in the second half, too, finally gets the pass, doesn't quite hit it on frame, right? Finally gets the pass, doesn't quite make the right final ball, right? Gets the assist, obviously, to Wes. But I would say overall, this was not a, like a banner day for for Chilwell. I think he played well enough, but yeah. probably not up to his best.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's going to be disappointed he didn't score, uh, you know, on, on his option. But, you know, overall, again, you know, so you want to play that game, you know, um, Enzo and Kova played a little bit together. I would say Kova was the deep line. Enzo was far more forward today than really what we've seen a lot of him this season. Kova was the one who would drop back between the center backs, get it, and look up, which I thought that was very different. Usually Kova will be a lot more progressive. Um, Enzo was in and around the box a lot more today. I mean, he had a couple shots as well. Um, you know, you talk about how Rubens never played on the right, Sterling was in front of him. They have zero chemistry. On the right wing side, but I thought the players at least figured it out for the most part and helped because leads were quite bad. Like thank you, we needed that, but like leads really didn't offer too much, and we appreciate
1: horrific. that they they were really bad. I mean, this leads team. I think it's safe to say this year they're their favorites to go down. Um,
0: Southampton are one of the strong. Favorites. <laughs> yeah. One <laughs> of the
1: favorites. Yeah, I mean there 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 can be three favorites, right? <laughs> uh, to go down. So I but I think they're pretty pathetic. Yeah. Um, we needed that they didn't offer anything except for him a couple of set pieces i mean dan the stats in this one not to be stats guy as i as i typically am taking it over um new lane for you (laughs) let's see it let's try it on see how it fits uh 13 shots for chelsea three on target 11 shots from Leeds, two on target so neither team clinical not a banner offensive day for anybody um and, and look, Chelsea dominated possession, only ended up with 57% because the second half got really stretched, but I think I had close to 80% in the first half. Incredibly ball-dominant, leads chasing shadows a lot. And, you know, Chelsea only had five corners to lead seven, uh, you know, a couple of offsides a apiece, a couple of saves a piece, right? But it, it, this was far from a great match of football. This was a very, very bang average performance from both teams, I think.
2: I think the... The things that were interesting was the challenges for Havertz still in front of goal, trying to find himself into... One-on-one with the keeper. One-on-one with the keeper, but doing a lot of the things that dropping back, challenging for the ball, like a lot of the things that if he had goals in his game right now, you would say that he was offering you a complete game. And right now you're just getting one half of the coin. You need the other half for him to kind of patch that up there. It was Fafana coming back and started off a little rocky, but I think had a really, really strong return to form in terms of performance. So you saw the defense continuing to gel and figure things out, and the offense still struggle to be the contributors for the goal. You saw it come off a set piece. You saw plenty of opportunities, though, for Chilwell, for Havertz. Chilwell, again where there were opportunities to get into the box to take on the shot. Messi did a, a good job. I mean, let's be fair. Yeah, Joao yeah. Felix uh, um, and you know Joao Felix had one go right off the crossbar, you know, a couple inches lower and that was in, you know, scorching a hole through the back of the netting. So ultimately there were some good things, but it still lacked the overall cohesion, but this just felt like Brandon it had to break Chelsea's way for a win to flip the script to change the narrative to put chelsea back on a positive
0: track to really reclaim the season right so we'll take our first ad break when we get back we'll kind of talk about the second half and and how it progressed because it was quite nervy because at nil nil not a lot of confidence inside the stadium so anyways thank you the sponsors and we'll be right back
3: Bet you didn't see this coming. Hope you're ready to hear editor Jake's voice for a while in the ads. (laughs) This time we're coming with Shady Rays. Kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and more. Shady Rays is a world-class sunglasses company independently built that'll have you thinking you're wearing some of the world's top brands that you already know with durable frames and extremely clean. Clear optics not only clear optics but clear ethics as well having donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with feeding america something that we have done at london's blue Podcast. so and if you're worried you won't like your pair they will exchange it they'll give you a new pair or you can return them for free within 30 days and if you're worried you might break them thanks to lost and broken replacements you can get a replacement pair no questions asked anytime Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code LONDONISBLUE, all one word, all caps, for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's right. LONDONISBLUE, all caps, spelled just like the podcast, you know, the podcast you're listening to right now. You can see it in the title. All caps, one word, 50% off, two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try it out for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 200,000 people.
0: Are you missing out on your favorite shows because it's not available in your region? Trying to keep your private time private? Well, let me introduce you to NordVPN. If you are bored of the US Netflix, why not just take it for a spin in the UK? Using NordVPN and a click of a button, you can do just that. No need to travel to Japan for your favorite anime when NordVPN brings it right to you. With 5,000 plus servers, no show is out of your reach. Using my link, nordvpn.com forward slash London is blue. You can receive a huge discount on a two year plan. With one month free. We all love to binge, but privacy is a big deal too. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted so you never have to worry about your IP or location getting out. They've also doubled down on keeping you safe with their new threat protection feature. Say goodbye to intrusive website ads and malware. Even if you download an infected file, threat protection kicks in and deletes it before it makes a mess of your computer. Don't forget, there's literally no risk to you with our 30 day money back guarantee. Give it a try, and if you like it, great. If you don't, they'll issue a refund and you can pretend the entire situation never happened check it out my link nordvpn.com forward slash london is blue to get your subscription started today so right we talked about this at least i did kind of before the game being like we need like an early red card an own goal like it almost just feels like the universe needs to give us something to break our way especially in the first half with Joao felix missing off the crossbar Havertz missing his and you're just like what needs to our way and zero zero um for an uncomfortable you know, amount of time. And I think a lot, every you time, know
1: what, you know, it broke our way. Yeah. I went to the bathroom Did and you? we scored a goal.
0: I somehow missed it as well. So- I'm embarrassed to say, I don't know where I was looking.
1: <laughs> where, where, where were you when Wesley Fofana scored? Yeah. I, I went to the bathroom. And- Did you
2: ever know that you're my hero? <laughs> Go back to the bathroom, Nicholas. I, I may
1: just stay in there for the fucking Dortmund game. Uh, because if oh, that please. if that if that helps us, can we I get mean, you to live tweet yeah. 90 minutes of uh, being in the Stamper I, if, Bridge? If we get bathroom? two goals on Tuesday, then there might it, be a TV it, it, in there. Uh no, there isn't. <laughs> no, but they do
2: pipe the audio. They do pipe the but audio. But
1: I, I was in the bathroom and some guy was watching it outside on the TV and he comes in and he went, Fuck me, we just scored. <laughs> and the guy next to me started laughing his ass off. He's like, of course we did. <laughs> and then the chance, the
0: Chelsea fans so aware, they're like, We actually scored, we actually yeah. scored, we scored a goal, we actually scored. And it and it was quite funny, but just a random set piece. And I wouldn't say we're a great set piece team under
2: Graham Potter. A
1: great set piece team. I would say though that Fafana adds a verticality to those set pieces that maybe we don't have typically. Like he his leaping ability is above.
2: Well, with, I think
1: he's he can leap higher than Batty Shield. Like well, that's that's what kind of ups with he Batty
2: Shield, with Fafana and with Kobali, cool that is a really. Ruben.
1: Really yeah, great really team tall, in yeah. terms
2: of having height and aerial presence in the box. But Vonna
1: could have had one in the first half, too. Yes. Mean, too. That was
2: another one. That was the easier chance. Definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I tell you what, I love seeing Wes out there. You know, we always talk about summer signings. I keep forgetting about him because he's been, he's had such a rough start with injuries again. Wes is swag. Like he's good on the ball. He, he backs himself against any attacker.
1: He loves to chase people down. Like he's got a little bit of a Rudiger swag to him. I, I hate the feels like a new signing thing because I think that's just so overplayed, but watching him the other day, what does he like, feel like? It kind of felt like a new signing, Dan. (laughs) really did. It it was like, oh, this is really interesting. This is why we dropped 50-some million on him. Look, I'll I'll be the first to tell you, I don't think he had a good first half. I think positionally he seemed really out of sorts, and the passing in the first half was not very good. I think Dan made the point that he grew into the game, which is a fair enough point.
0: A.K.A. him and Ruben started to figure it
1: out. Yeah, but that whole right side was uh, disjointed, to say the least. It It was not easy for them to advance the ball. The left side was was flowing Batty shield to Chowell Chowell to Felix or Felix as we now know to correctly pronounce uh, pronounce it pronounce it pronounce it what the fuck All right uh, if you
0: just up kids get the word out of go little, back little, to the pub here. um
1: <laughs> but that side was functioning yes. the other side was not and so you saw a lot of crossfield balls over to Chowell and and uh into Sterling and to Felix because that made more uh, movement for Chelsea the right side was not Yeah so, once you get the goal, it gets about 70 minutes, and, like, leads start to make some
0: changes. You know, we know to make changes. Pot, what? We start to make changes. Well, us to say, so then Potter, as well, realizes that, hey, we need fresh legs to continue because, you know, leads, they they are fit. They can go 18 to 18 and back and forth. They're aggressive,
1: stupidly, but they're aggressive.
0: Yes. So, uh, what was it? Connor and...
1: Here, I'll pull up the uh, the list for you again. It was... So,
0: Mataweka came in. Connor came in. He came in later. It was two... No, Zakaria yep. came on, and and, and Chuck Wameka came on first. Did not have that on my bingo card, right? You know, as I I look at the substitutions, I'm Sterling still, and Felix came off. So you take two attackers off, put two midfielders on. Yeah.
2: When they were going to still continue to give you all the ball. And so it would have been perfectly fine to leave attackers out or to bring other attackers in in general i understand it was a win at all costs kitchen sink type of game that like don't really screw around if i can john Obi mckellett to the end of the game boy oh boy i'm going to just try and hold the ball to limit chances which to be fair Leeds were not taking any of the chances that we were giving them anyway and we did and we we're giving them far too many chances we did yes. give them far too many chances I would say out of all the subs, the one I probably enjoyed the most was Connor because I do think that he added a level of energy and intensity. He was absolutely attacking every ball. The one that he ran into the corner and kept in and then got up to move and play around was phenomenal. But the rest of them felt a little misguided. Even though we got the result, it just didn't scream like I understood what the what would the plan be if it was a better opposition
0: yeah. when we were defending a 1-0 lead against a, a more serious side. Well, I think D. Peasy said, because um, we've been hanging out with David Pastor from We Ain't Got No History, because the man can't not help himself but come whenever we're can't here. Can't quit us. He was saying that the first two can't subs quit. didn't really work, so Potter had to fix it by bringing on Matawake and Gallagher and then it was a lot better but i tell you guys the last 20 minutes was back and forth it was chelsea counterattack then leeds counter that counterattack and then back and forth and it was hard
1: the, running the the whole second half was a shit show i mean an epic shit show i mean outside of the goal of course which you get in the early part of the second half it, we lost all of the control that we had in the first half. Very and we much had so. an incredible amount of control. We had 80% possession the first half. We lived in their, in their, uh, their uh, half. Their they defensive got, half. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was wild to me to see this team lose all confidence on the ball, to not be able to pass to each other, to not be able to hold it when you get it. I mean, it, it felt like something that the halftime team talk changed and, and this team just did not go out with the same sort of emphasis that they did in the first half. And then, and then we did the stupid ass thing that we always do, which is you get a goal and now we got to shut up shop. This team needs a second goal more than any team in the league. A hundred percent. And we just stopped playing. Uh, well, yes. So I would say that this team is in such
0: low confidence. They don't trust themselves to like play a possession or to close it out because they were so nervous at one nothing to not blow it, as we've seen. And when Chilwell, I don't know how in the world, he beats Ailing to the ball at the very, very, very end, and it somehow ends up going out for a corner to them. Like he time management, he's exhausted. But like, just boot it up field. Let them have a throw in sixty yards from goal. They can't
1: score from open play. They're worse than us from open play. But my point is, when every single set piece,
0: every single Chelsea fan in that stadium said, "Oh shit, corner in the ninety fifth minute. Here it is. Yeah, here it is. It's coming right now." And I put my hand between my head. I didn't watch it. And that's why, right, is because there's no trust. Should have gone to the bathroom. And there's no <laughs> trust and confidence in this team, even amongst themselves. So I think you saw the nerves come out in the worst way oh, as they tried to they, close They it hugged
1: out. each other at the end of the match like they had won the FA Cup because I think it's just been that long. I mean, you know, for, for some of these players who came in January, this is their first win, and it is March 5th, man. Like, it <laughs> That's tough. That's a really tough little run. And I I just, I I think where, you know, look, uh, we'll bring, we'll bring our our post match into this now, because I think this was a lot about the second half. A lot of our friends were furious at how bad the second half was. And I, it's hard not to, it's hard not to be frankly. Like, I mean, I don't want to be the one to uh, rue a win because a win is a win. And certainly this team And therefore, I'm like, I'm not I'm never going to, you know, betray that sort of result. But it could have been three. It could have been five. It's another one of these games where it could have, should have, would have. And we stopped playing. And there was one crucial stretch in the second half where the team could not pass forward to each other, where the crowd actively booed in the middle of a passing sequence. The. Uh, ass-backwards passing that was going on. And I think that just signifies how a lot of us feel about the play style and the, and the game management more than anything.
2: There's definitely an opportunity to continue to try and improve. Yeah, Dan, that as an opportunity. And, and find a way to be more consistent. But I think the relief that was felt as everybody was walking out of the stadium, as everybody was celebrating a win... As everybody was taking in the fact that they had a chance to see, or some of us had a chance to see a Chelsea goal <laughs> for the first time in a very long time. That's what
0: YouTube's for, Nick. There's there, I'll there, check it there out was later. there was
2: a release. There there was a lot of pent up stress and frustration <laughs> that really melted away, and people had a chance to enjoy the fact that the game of football went their way. There there will still continue to be critiques. There'll still to continue to be need for improvement and to see more moving forward. But if it's it's a building block, it at least is a building block that was placed as a part of building something versus
0: taking away something. The consensus is, thank God we won, but it needs to continue to get better. Right. So again, like, you know, weighted things, go out and win again Tuesday in advance. I think there's going to be a big positive momentum swing in that because... We did well against Dortmund at Dortmund. You know, Bellingham could have shoulda got sent off. Their goalkeeper played really well. He's not going to be around the now, second leg. Yep. So there again, I've been saying this for a few weeks now. You got to approach these games as a must win. And and the last thing I'll kind of say on this is we did it with a, kind of our B team, maybe B plus team. Like not our typical formation. You're still not with Reese James. Mason Mount's injured. Like no, Silva. Th- there are players out that on, if you had everyone fit on a, on a perfect day would be in. So I think there's also a little bit of kudos points in that sense as well.
1: Yeah. Um, very few Premier League teams are as bad as leads though. Right. So you got away with it a little bit and,
0: we know we're in a shit situation, and it is literally just however you can drag yeah. it across. Find a way, make a way.
1: <laughs> and I'm not discounting that, right? You Wish can't, we weren't. You can't win two in a row if you don't win the first one. So yeah. I think it's, you know, you beat the team. Which is weird, because
0: we've been trying to do that without
1: winning
2: yeah. it. They think that's been that's, the problem. That's called strategy. Only trying to win two in a row, not trying to win one at a time. But
0: shit. But
1: it's... um. Are
0: you busy for a halftime
1: talk? Yeah, it's uh, what they really need is my tactical insight, you know? Fellas, look, you really can't win the second one if we don't get this done. Uh, No, I mean, I I think if if you're going to take positives out of this one, I think there were plenty of negatives to take out. And I'll just be frank about it. Like watching the stadium was with our, you know, you, you called it perfectly, the TV view, the FIFA view, right? There was some absolute nonsense from our formation kind of falling apart in the second half, all that sort of stuff. I would say, though, that like the width that we played with, right, Chillwell had so much room. I think a lot of teams will struggle to cope with him and either Enzo or Kovacic on that that side of the field. Like, they're both good passers. They both interchange well. Um, So I I like that. I think if you get Reese on the other side, then you got real problems if Uh, you're an opposition team because he's going to be able to start playing those first-time balls that maybe Ruben's not used to playing. Quite yet, where there were a couple of times where Ruben checked it back or tried to do a little bit of a move and didn't play that first time ball to Sterling, who got visibly frustrated a few times. Sterling ends up coming back for the ball more just to control the flow. But I I mean, once you get the width out there, I kind of like the way the team looked from a back three defensively, a lot less stretched uh, for the most part. Then it's figuring out how those front three do better. You know? For sh-
0: for sure, I mean, look, the team is dynamically much much better with three James, no doubt. I hope that we saved him for Tuesday. Tuesday is is the season. There's nothing left to play for domestically. Six more points, baby. We need Champions League, if nothing else, for the moral victories to continue on. And again, as some of our friends on the trip are saying, you pull a Benfica or someone in the next round, it's all about the draw. You're back on the Why Not Us train, at least giving yourself some hope and trying to turn it around. But you guys have some cute sweatshirts on, by the way. Just thank you. To you, should, uh, you should go to our store and look into <laughs> procuring yourself one. <laughs> how, how
1: to get one of those bad boys? Yeah, we're a team uh, and merch, instead, you got God.
0: that $120 kit from the megastore. Jeez. It's an Aaron Cuthbert shirt. It's nice. Yeah, she's bossing. But, um, you know, like I said, it, it, it could be the start of something. At least get some of the pressure off. And I'm sure as players they're going to feel a lot of that pressure come off and, and we'll see. I know Trevo came on at the end to, to try to help seal up shop. Ruben look exhausted, but, um, we are a wingbacks team. I've been asking for a back five lately. It's hard to do that with some of the injuries and balancing the competitions, but like you need to throw the kitchen sink at it Tuesday, but we'll be there for that game. We'll review that one. Um, what I did want to do is, is take our last break and we get back. We'll kind of talk some of the post game and and kind of some of the things that we have to look ahead to as well. So thank you to sponsors and we'll be right back. All right. So, um, look, big high fives in the stadium, goal winning, big high fives at full time, uh, players in a good mood, everyone clapping, no one ran down the tunnel, right? Like everything's in a good spot. Um, and so I think it was, um, about as good as it could get as far as us being there from a trip standpoint, um, you know, Dan, a lot of people, it's their first game. They yep. get to see a goal. It's so funny. Elizabeth was asking me in the state, and she's like, wait, you guys haven't scored since Jan- January 15th? I said, correct. She goes, wait. So the best Chelsea could have done since then is no, only tie? No, it, was,
1: it was February. Or yeah.
0: whatever. But she's like, the, yeah. you guys have been in that situation. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. And it's like the sense of relief, even amongst like uh, the the friends that got to go there and watch a game for the first time and see a win in this situation w- was big. And I think that 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 you felt as you were leaving
1: the stadium. The what, levity. What, what about our boy Brandon Wilson on the trip who I think turned into a full WWE character at the end and just started screaming at the top of his lungs? We got to win. We got a win. A little Macho Man I
2: actually never hurt anybody. That's, <laughs> oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Ultimately, it just rolled on, right? The positive energy left Stanford Bridge. We basically used that to propel us to the Atlas, where we had a wonderful five to six hours afterwards. <laughs> just casual. Enjoying the remainder of the, the evening time and getting a chance to celebrate a win and As much as we're talking about the tactics of the match now and breaking it down, what you'll find is that's about 10% or less of the conversation after the end of a match. Yeah. The remainder of it, Nick, is really about just connecting over a a pint or a gin and tonic or whatever your beverage of choice might be. A gallon, of bourbon. A lemonade. Um, You know, ultimately... All of these things are kind of just it's an opportunity to have a little more conversation and to, to to put to put off taking the train home because
0: you're enjoying the goodness of the moment. What's next? That's what everyone wants to know. What, all right. We got the one. What's next? Look, <laughs> and we get to play the, the guessing game all over
1: again. Yeah, a lot. A lot of like prognostication about what happens on Tuesday. You know, and I think we can do a little bit of a preview here. <laughs> but, you know, I will say. We got to see Clan Glanville there. We got to see Gary Barone from the Famous CFC podcast. We got to see every one of the fan cast guys, basically, except for JK. Jake Clayton. Yeah. We got to see a, like some of our Discord followers. Like, everybody. It, it was yeah. a A-plus post-match. Yeah. I mean, it was one of the better ones that we've ever had. Porto 5 back. We got the reunion photo. And it was... It was just a good, like, the whole day was good vibes, right? Maybe the second half of the match, not so much. But, like, everyone was just having a good time. And I think just grateful to to have these moments. I mean, Chidge told us, he's like, it's really a shame that we don't get to do this every week. Like, I absolutely love that man to death. Yeah, He is He is just, like, one of those special people in this community that, you know, th- there aren't two of him in the world. You know, he is, he is one of one. Um and a lot of these guys have become real, real friends to us. Not just, you know, people that we text when we come over. They're people we we WhatsApp all the time to get their perspective from in the stadium or to, you know, ask about music recommendations or to, you know, talk about food and all this sort of stuff. And um for me, you know, again, if if you were asking me like, Hey Nick, what what's more important to you coming over to London now? It's it's definitely going to see these people because they are a bigger part of this than the team is to me now
0: yeah that's what it's it's the community that surrounds it you know we try to build as best of a community as we can mainly online because you know in america we're so spread out and we're not able to see everybody but i mean that's what makes it so so special and even seeing the 21 people in our group bond amongst themselves and we're able to help connect the dots with them to our friends here
1: it it is it is so powerful and it's so oh, it's, it's so special it's, it's the best I mean not all of them this is their first time so many of them it is coming over but to see their eyes light up. At everything for them to start making their own new traditions like we did when we first came over. The Prince of Wales is now our <laughs> pub. Like our group has claimed ownership.
2: Sorry, uh, previous ownership. It we, now belongs to
1: us. We need uh, either them to sponsor us or for us to buy that outright so that we have our own pub when we come over. Because that thing is just getting. They have like utilized. six gin spritzes. Like they are on it. Yeah, it's a great one. Proud of them, first of all. That those those are our work. people.
0: Yeah. So, look, it was fun Uh, looking at we got to talk about the the Women's Conti Cup match. Like everyone here is just Chelsea, mad and obsessed, Dan. And so, you know, uh, with that, we had to think about what might happen with Dortmund. I would just say I think the consensus is that this is the season like everyone is resigned to absolutely shitting the bed when it comes to the Premier League. Um, This is the one and only bright spot that if Potter is going to pull a rabbit out of his hat, maybe pull something out of his sleeve. You got a little bit of momentum, but you can really seal it with advancing in the Champions League. And also put it plainly, buys him more time amongst the fans. Mm -hmm. It, It is since the last 90 minutes of football, it is the
2: next most critical 90 minutes of football for Chelsea for potentially the next year and a half. Because there's a likelihood that if you don't go on to win the Champions League, which I advocate for doing, 1,000%. If yeah, I sounds make, like a fun idea. If <laughs> I can make a singular recommendation, <laughs> go in the Champions League. It's a great idea. A lot of fun. Really good time. We'll be there in the final if that were the case. I think that it is very unlikely that Chelsea are in the Champions League next year if you don't win this game.
0: Is it because we're in 10th, Dan?
2: It is. Really good point. The math does not work in our favor. And as much as I do think our good friend Naz had a great idea in terms of going to win the Europa Conference League because you just get another trophy that Chelsea doesn't have yet. And as much as I love collecting trophies that Chelsea doesn't have, I would prefer to be in the Champions League again next season then going to win the conference league. That's think, just a personal I think Naz
0: league. would question that suggestion if he saw some of the away days he might be sent to on, on He's work He's not looking trips. forward to
2: those away days. Let's yeah. just be very frank about it.
0: And there's, I mean, there's no money in that as well. So it's almost like, a net loss by the time you do the travel and the distraction from yeah, the yeah, but think
2: about the youth team and the amount of experience minutes you're gonna get for them.
1: Maybe this is a really interesting one though, because I was talking to to Rick Glanville and Clayton about this yesterday. If this team of largely, you know, kind of randomly put together players, right? You know, we haven't had a, a huge chance to build this group of players into a, an actual team yet. Too many new faces, a lot of injuries, all this sort of stuff. But if they're able to go out and squeak one out tomorrow or or Tuesday, sorry, it's out on Monday. I just wonder what that does for them. I just, I wonder if that is one of those like galvanizing moments where, yeah, where like you, you, despite everything that's gone wrong, and boy, are we setting a record for things that can go wrong this year. If you're able to just squeak one out. And maybe the gods of UEFA bless you for the first time in years with an actual like kind of medium draw. Like what? What a might re- happen? A reverse of Rebo, might you? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I just, I wonder what that does for Enzo. I wonder what that does for a, you know. I wish we were you to have Batty Shield, but or Fafana or some some of these guys that are maybe not so experienced in this area, I mean, like Mudrik. Maybe. Right? There's a lot of young players. I'll be
0: interested to see if Angola Conte's music gets played. At some point, do Boy. we see him? Maybe even a second half, you hold him to see how the game goes.
2: you
1: will have to restrain me from how excited I'm going Reese be, James coming back.
2: It's a nil-nil game heading into... 50 minutes, 60 minutes, I think you see
0: him.
1: But that questions. but that's
0: what I'm saying. It just depends on the game goes, but you know, you could really pull out
1: some some stops with this one. If that lineup card goes out and he's on the bench, boy, am I going to get fired up. Think about a Ooh. lift, you know. <sighs> so, we'll
0: we'll have to see. Obviously, you know, I'm now that we're over this, I am starting to feel the
1: pressure and starting to already get nervous for this one even on Sunday night as we record. Terribly nervous and I I also think you need someone offensively, whether that is Sterling, whether that's Havertz, whether that's Felix, whether that's Mudrick. Chilwell, even, who is basically playing as a a second winger in that match on Saturday. Alonzo was proud. Yeah, Alonzo's (laughs) like, that's my boy. (laughs) Taught him everything he knows. Um, You need one of these players to step up and grab this game by the horns and say, I'm going to be the guy. Today. Yeah. Like we haven't seen one of those performances in a long time. And I know that Felix has tried. I know that Mudrick's tried a little bit in his cameos, but you need like a guy. You can't have three guys. You need one guy to go. I'm going to be the one today. That's worse. Well, it's because we
0: have three guys all doing
1: it at a third power.
0: <laughs> Instead, we need three guys that like
1: their uh, 100%. One yeah, guy. don't half ass two things. Whole ass one thing.
0: Um, Do you have Twitter pulled up? No, but I can. Did you do Dan in the match? I did not do Dan in the match.
1: That's weird because
0: the, the rules are
1: usually. Dan, Dan was at the match, though. I was huh. at the match.
2: It's a little hard to tweet at the match. The cellular service at Stanford Bridge is... was
1: actually not bad. Highly questionable. I don't
0: know. Seems like another. It would have been mostly like Fauna, though. So. Hmm. I mean, there was a clean sheet, but okay. Okay. Yeah,
2: he was a defender who played a part in that clean sheet. Yeah. And also scored the goal.
0: All right. Well, Look, ca- love ca- to see what Kepa West.
2: captains one time and Brandon Busby goes I think he's done it in like the
0: League Cup or something, you know, less consequential.
1: Can, can I say? I mean, he was
2: a manager one point in addition to being a player.
1: Batty shield in person is very impressive to yeah. watch. That yeah. cat is going to be very good. He
0: passes any eye test. Like, yes. I could
1: see that. Um... Yeah, okay, so no
0: man, no to the match. Uh, the results from the weekend, I haven't pulled up, but all we need to talk about is Liverpool
1: <laughs> What in the fuck?
0: Every time you refresh that, so we walked back after the women's game, and we were just so cold, by the way. It's miserable here. Yes. Um, and we stopped into the White Horse Pub, which is actually not far from where you guys were, and we were trying to wait for the train, and you just look in the window, and it was like 3.
1: Then you'd like look away, you'd sneeze, you look back, it was four. And then the, five. The, the, pub, the, <laughs> just pub started, the pub started just coming alive. Like it's actually five now. No, it's six. And you were
0: in a Chelsea Arsenal mixed yeah. pub, yeah. And, and all of a sudden you like,
1: united. What the hell? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, Eric Ten uh has been flying real high recently. Darwin loves the small teams, doesn't he? Oh, my God. Ten Hag
2: era has finally begun.
1: Oh, my God. I And also, there were uh, many, many cringy tweets the United account has put out over the last couple of weeks that basically the combination of Varane and who who's the shorter Argentinian center back. What's his name? Lissandro Martinez. That and Casemiro had not given up a goal from open play when they've played together. Count that as seven now seven yeah
0: that was obviously the big big result that we can see it is kind of different like i forget to check scores and things like that just with the time difference and obviously when chelsea's there you're completely embedded in that one but arsenal somehow squeaking away from bournemouth is so frustrating city putting newcastle to it two nothing is obviously a good result um as far as the league and kind of pegs newcastle back a little bit i think tottenham drew maybe even but
1: no they lost, they lost. tottenham they lost, lost the wolves, wolves. southampton oh. beat Leicester out of nowhere uh, Villa beat Palace 1-0, which was a shit game. Brighton killed West Ham. David Moyes-Jones is still in, in play. And then finally, uh, Forrest and Everton with the most predictable 2-2-2. Two, 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 two. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was bad. And then tomorrow on Monday, as you're listening to this, Brentford-Fulham, which should be pretty good. Oh, another
0: West London derby. Yeah, I
1: always trying
2: to make it to that one. Yeah.
0: Oh, huh. anyway, so uh, unfortunately for us, the table doesn't move. You know, we we continue to sit in tent. Um, you know,
1: it with uh, okay. Nah, One whatever. point behind Brentford, though, so you yeah. Know, and well, only began and only five points behind Fulham, and only uh, now seven points behind Newcastle and sixth. Yeah, Liverpool jumps up to fifth on forty-two. Right behind Tottenham uh, with a game in hand on 45. We were neck and neck with Liverpool when we played them. And
0: now all of a sudden they're in fifth and we're still in tenth. Eight points clear of us. We have not done anything, which is tough. So um, anyways, look, hope you enjoyed the Classic Football Shirts Live Pod. If you didn't, it was the Matt and Niz show. Like, you should go back and check that out. Um, It is quite... Good, we had a great time with classic football shirts. An online discount code will be coming, so check our socials if you want that. Otherwise, like we we got stuff to do, boys. We're in London, we have drinks to drink, yes. is what you mean. Yes, going back there's to a the lot, there's of a Wales. last call that we can make. Yeah, well, we're, we're here to do it. We're going to continue to get the content out, but hope you've enjoyed it. I think uh, one, one, three points FC. One
2: thing we should do is there's so many people who just walked over when we're in the pub around the game, who just have said the nicest things about the podcast and listening to it while they do things throughout their day. And, you know, it is never a issue to come up and say anything to us and take a a couple minutes with us. We absolutely love it. And thank you so much, everybody who's made, made our experience so much better by just saying thank you for, for the content. Uh, that, that is an excellent kind of feeling
1: yeah there was a guy at the atlas who's like i never agree with anything that you say but thanks for doing it And i was (laughs) like you know what man mad respect that's one of the best things i've ever heard that's awesome because that means we're not so cringy that
0: you like turn off you actually still go engage with it. so all right well we're out again thank you listeners so much um we'll continue to buy content from london uh hope you enjoy the improved audio qualities we continue to refine and learn and grow uh but we're out drinks drinks on us here we go boys All right. Until next time, Chelsea fans, you know what to
1: do? One, two, three drinks.
0: Keep the blue flag flying high.